Hello everyone, I hope you're doing well out there today. Today is August 1st, Saturday, and this is the first uh, real recording of this podcast. The previous um, episode was just a brief introduction, but um, today we are going to look at some phrasal verbs and just focus on a few that I found in the news, um, some that I found in songs, and uh, just talk about them. I feel like phrasal verbs is something that you need to practice every single day. I mean, anything in a language, you need to practice on a daily basis, but uh, phrasal verbs can really trip people up. They can really confuse people who are not native speakers of English because Uh, A lot of them are figurative, a lot of them have multiple meanings, so it's, it can really cause some headaches for people who are learning English. So I like to dedicate quite a bit of time to that. Uh, I do point them out on Instagram um, through music a lot in my stories, and uh, I try to post videos on YouTube that uh, explain some phrasal verbs. So I think that uh, that's a really good way. A lot of advanced English speakers uh, will ask me, you know, how do I sound more natural? I understand English really well. Uh, I feel like really good about all the stuff I can comprehend, but it's still really difficult for me to get to that level of sounding natural or, you know, feeling like I fit in when I'm speaking English with other people. And I think uh, a lot of that is based on not having a good command of phrasal verbs. So I do like to... um, take a lot of time and focus on phrasal verbs. Uh, You know, there's this really good uh, Instagram account called Phrasal Cards that I've given a shout out to a couple times. Um, That's a really good account. They use uh, movie clips and explain phrasal verbs that way. So that's, that's a really good account to follow. I believe that they have an app too. I haven't downloaded the app yet, but um, I would recommend it if you want to um, step up your phrasal verb game because uh, that is that is a very, very helpful way of um, learning phrasal verbs through examples. And, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to just learn it like in a dictionary and go out and use it. But if you see a lot of people using it and you um, consume a lot of content, where people are using them, they start to flow more naturally. Another good way is music, because um, listening to music, you know, the songs get stuck in your head and the lyrics will get stuck in your head and then the phrasal verbs will come to you naturally. So uh, those are my recommendations for phrasal verbs. I have a couple tips and tricks. I'm, I'm working on a little lesson to put together of uh, what I think might be helpful ways to think about the phrasal verbs um, that might help you understand how to use them a little bit more. Um, So looking at some phrasal verbs that are very common that we use on on an everyday basis without even really thinking about them, um, the first one I wanted to talk about was the phrasal verb to come up with something. So to come up uh, by itself 
it's it's not really um, you know specific to a certain meaning. Um, it has multiple meanings. Like I could say, you know, I came up listening to uh, Frank Sinatra. It kind of means I grew up listening to Frank Sinatra, or um, I'm I'm coming up. Uh, next to do a performance, right? Or this date is coming up, right? It it could mean it's just approaching. But another interesting way that we use it is to come up with an idea, right? So that means like to produce a thought, to come up with something. You're you're producing a thought, you're thinking of something, uh, you're creating or establishing something. So uh, I could say, I came up with this idea to start posting English lessons on um, Instagram, right? I came up with this idea or I came up with this sentence. Uh, Does this sound right? You know, if I'm a student and I'm not sure if a sentence that I came up with sounds correct, I might phrase a question like that. It means to produce a thought or to produce something. You come up with something. So um, there's multiple meanings, like I say, of the phrasal verb to come up. But uh, that is one that we use a lot without even thinking about. Like, um, hey, I came up with an idea. Why don't we uh, postpone our vacation a little bit and see how things are going? It's like, you know, I created this idea or I produced this idea. So to come up a very common phrasal verb multiple meanings of course but that's the one i wanted to focus on today um another one with uh the the preposition up is to speak up so um to speak up generally will mean to make your voice heard um in the sense that you are complaining about something or drawing attention to something Like, uh, for example, if I'm in a class and a teacher is teaching me something and I don't understand it, I have to speak up and let the teacher know that I don't understand it. So there's two ways to think about this. One is to make your voice heard or make your thoughts or ideas or opinions or your confusion uh, to voice it, to, to make it audible, right, to speak up. Um, And then another way is to just speak louder. Sometimes if you can't hear somebody, you might say, hey, could you speak up a little bit? I can't hear you back here. So that's to raise your voice. But we'll also use it in a way of talking about like, uh, like in terms of people protesting, they are speaking up on a certain um, oppression or a certain um, ideology that they disagree with. They're speaking up, they're they're making their voices heard. So that is a way we use to speak up. All right, and then moving on to another phrasal verb. Um, I, I used a version of this um, in an Instagram post talking about sticking out like a sore thumb. So to stick out or to stand out is to draw attention. So that, that expression, to stick out like a sore thumb, Um, refers to, you know, when you smash your thumb, like if you're hammering something and you accidentally hit your thumb and you leave a big black mark under the nail, like a bruise, everybody always asks you, oh, what happened to your thumb, right? So it stands out, it sticks out. 
So we have this expression um, when somebody uh, has something that will draw negative attention, we say, oh, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. But um, to stand out and to stick out, those are some phrasal verbs that just mean to draw attention. Usually, um, not always, to stick out like a sore thumb definitely is usually a negative connotation. But um, to stand out, uh, that can be positive too. So if I'm standing out or sticking out for something, it can be positive or negative. Um, For example, uh, you know, so-and-so, let me think of a name, uh, Billy's hard work really stood out to me. I was really impressed by my student, Billy, who was working hard. His hard work really stood out to me. It really stuck out right? It really drew my attention or caught my attention. So that stuck out to me, that drew my attention. So that is how we use that phrasal verb to stick out or to stand out. Um, And it can be positive. Or for example, if a student was being disruptive in class, I could say, um, you know, your behavior is really standing out. Uh, Nobody else is behaving this poorly. So you're standing out in a bad way, right? You're sticking out um, and it's not good. So it can be positive or negative, but it means basically, you know, to be out in front of a, of a crowd or a group. You're, you're the outlier kind of. So that's what standing out and sticking out means. Um, and then this next one here is uh, related to more of an expression that we use, uh, but it has some prepositions in it. So I believe that it qualifies as a phrasal verb. And that's to get bent out of shape. So I talked about this. I believe I made a post on Instagram about it. Um, But when you get bent out of shape, you basically, you're in a bad mood. You're altered, right? Your, Your mood is altered. You're cranky. You're grumpy. You're irritated, crabby you're bent out of shape, right? So it's like, you're not your normal self. You're, you're bent out of shape. Um, to bend is that verb that, you know, we use when talking about um, changing the form of something. Like, for example, uh, you might bend a piece of metal or if you're doing yoga, maybe you have to bend over to touch your toes or touch the ground. That's called bending, right? Um, you're bending your back. So that is what it means to bend. And we use this expression to get bent out of shape. That means you get irritated or frustrated. All right. And now the next phrasal verb I wanted to talk about was to be torn apart or for something to tear you apart or to tear something apart, right? So the phrasal verb, uh, means to be distraught, to be upset about something. Basically, it's it's breaking you down, right? It's tearing you apart. Uh, let me see if I can get a piece of paper here to give you a nice sound effect of what it means to tear. So, and that's me tearing a piece of paper. I don't know if that example really comes across on the podcast format, but Anyway, that's tearing, right? So you can tear paper, and that's that's ripping um, paper or tearing it. 
Um, you can also tear something on your clothes, right? If you your clothes are ripping or breaking or coming apart, you can tear that. So for something to tear a person apart means that it's, it's breaking that person down. It's making that person upset, uh, stressed out, sad. Uh, it's tearing me apart. So I could, I could say like, uh, you know, it's tearing me apart that my family doesn't get together as much as we used to. That's really tearing me apart. I'm having a hard time with that. Uh, or I could say it's, it's tearing me apart to see some of my most prized possessions um, starting to uh, get old and not work as well as they used to. That's really tearing me apart. Um, you might have a, a house that you really love or a neighborhood that you really love that is going downhill, as we say, which means it's, you know, going in the wrong direction. It's not getting better. It's getting worse. And you say, oh, it's tearing me apart to see that happen. It's, it's tearing me apart. It's destroying me on the inside, sentimentally, um, emotionally. It's tearing me apart. So that's what it means to get torn apart or to be torn apart. Uh, Another phrasal verb that I um, highlighted recently was to be tied up doing something. So this one's definitely um, something you can imagine and it makes a lot more sense if you imagine what being tied up is. Tied up would be like when a lot of rope is restraining you, right? So um, literally that's what tying something up means is using rope to attach two things. So like a ship or a boat, uh, when it comes into the dock, you need to tie it to the land, right? You need to tie it to the dock or tie it to an anchor. You have to tie it up. So using tie it up is just kind of that emphasis on the phrasal verb or on the verb to tie. We'll emphasize it by adding the up there. And uh, so to tie something up, just means to um, do it very securely. Uh, I, I read something recently that was saying that adding up to phrasal verbs means to do it until it's complete, right? Um, and I, I don't think that's always the case, but that's a good way to think about it because we'll use phrasal verbs like to clean up or to tidy up um, or like I was saying before, to speak up kind of to raise your voice. So it could be to elevate something or raise something, to increase something, but it also um, is usually used to emphasize something or to talk about doing something until it's finished, right? So to tie something up just means to tie something. You could also just say to tie something and that would have uh, the same meaning. But when you tie it up, it's kind of like, it's not going anywhere for a little bit, right? So we'll talk about ourselves being tied up as well. And that just means that we're busy, right? I got tied up on a phone call and I missed the bus, or I got tied up, um, you know, explaining something. And I realized that I missed the start time for the show. You got tied up doing something, right? So it's a very common way that we speak. All right. And that is 
all for today. I'm going to go ahead and wrap things up. I had to think about it. Uh, I, I had one more, uh, which was to reach out to someone. Um, and I'll, I guess I'll go ahead and go through that real quick. Um, to reach out to someone is a phrasal verb that we use to talk about um, communicating with someone. So that's that's pretty colloquial. It's, it's uh, definitely gained a lot of popularity as a phrasal verb um, in the last, I would say, 10 years. Uh, maybe I just notice it now because I work in more professional settings and I notice it a lot in business and in, um, in professions. And there's a plane going by right now. I don't know if you can hear it. Uh, I'm not sure how good this recording is here. But anyway, um, all right. So to reach out to someone, this is a very common um, phrasal verb that we use to talk about communicating with people. So it's it's used a lot in business correspondence, right? So uh, people will often e- people will often end an email saying, "Reach out to me if you have any questions. Don't hesitate to reach out." Uh, so reaching out is like um, you know contacting someone basically uh, so the the verb to reach is like what you do with your arm right when you're trying to um, trying to obtain something right you reach for it so when you're stretching your arm to get an object to grab an object you are reaching for that object so if you think about the visuals here when you're reaching out for somebody you are reaching your arm out to contact that person, right? So um, in the digital world or in the space airwaves of communication, you are doing it by sending that person an email or giving that person a phone call. You're reaching out to them through the airwaves. So that's the way to think of it. Okay, so that is going to go ahead and conclude today's episode. I hope that you've enjoyed this and you've learned a few new phrasal verbs. Uh, Please give me feedback in terms of the podcast. I think the first one, the introduction I did, there were just a couple listeners. So I'm going to start sharing this on social media, Instagram and YouTube and uh, hopefully you find this to be an effective way. I'll try to keep the podcast at around 20 minutes um, just because, you know, I don't want to uh, overwhelm you with too much information or for you to get bored. But I do enjoy doing this more long form um, discussion of uh, different phrases and expressions that I'm seeing on a daily basis and hopefully uh, you find it very helpful. Um, So yeah, you can, uh, I'm going to share links with these podcasts to leave voice messages. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask and I will try to address them in the podcast. And uh, yeah, definitely provide your feedback if you have certain topics or certain questions. I'd be more than happy to hear about them and I will see you in the next lesson. Keep studying and keep learning.